So, why don't eggs tell jokes? Well, they would crack each other up. <laughs> I love them dad jokes, okay? Mm. Welcome to the Bookish Eggs podcast with your host, Ivy. Okay, I'm Ivy, and this is the Bookish Eggs podcast. So, how are y'all doing? This is my first regular episode with structure. I put down some notes and all. I'm prepared. I even have my laptop with me because I'm going to quote some shit. Mm, it's going to be delightful. I'm really excited for this episode. And let's start with what's decided. So... This is not news, this is nothing new, and probably I should be ashamed that I don't know, like, that I didn't know this before, but James Baldwin wrote poems, y'all. Did y'all know that? I didn't know. I thought James Baldwin was just the amazing writer that he was, but turns out, he wrote poems, and when I saw that, I immediately, I mean, immediately had to order myself a copy of Jimmy's Blues and other poems. Whew, it's like a, you know, short collection with his poems, and I'm so excited to read it. I, when it comes to poetry, I am, like, apparently I'm a little different with um, judging poems, and like how how I criticize them and whether I like them or not. I don't like all poems. But I'm really excited for James Baldwin because I know what great of a writer he was. And I wanna I wanna witness how great of a poet he it was as well. And so that's exciting for me. This is some exciting news in my life, but I hope y'all knew that already and if y'all didn't know i hope i can like report you know how i like the poems like in the next episodes so i'm I'm really excited for that okay so let's let's get it <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm hyped i'm really excited excited for this episode y'all y'all don't even know okay so uh coming to my bookish updates i'm gonna now like you know, tell you what I last read, what I'm currently reading. Maybe I bought myself some two or three books and they're exciting as well. And then we're gonna play the game song match. And I'm still working on the title, but this is the game in which I match a book with a song, a book that I love and a song that I love and mixing them together and matching them and telling y'all both to you know listen to the song and to maybe even read the book okay so <laughs> i'm excited oh and the quote for this episode oof y'all don't even know it's great I, i'm really excited for this episode because i'm talking about like great things and things that i'm like super passionate about so let's let's get into it so my last read I want to be the sophisticated uh, reader, but I'm just the girl. So I read Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer. And if y'all didn't know, Stephanie Meyer wrote a book, Midnight Sun, which is the first Twilight book written 
by the point of view of Edward Cullen. And I have to tell y'all, it's been so long since I read Twilight. Like, um, I love Twilight, but I mean, like, I can't even remember how old I was when I read it. It's been a, like, really long time. For me, I mean, I wish I was, you know, with this. I'm, I'm normally, I am quite critical when it comes to, like, <laughs> aspects of feminism and stuff. And, like, I really keep an eye for, you know, like, equality and, you know, like, no, like I don't want any sexist morals to be implied in any books and any prose that I read, right? But when it comes to Twilight, that just goes overboard because <laughs> I love that shit, okay? And the thing is, I'm not even sure, like, I don't even want to argue with those people that say Twilight is sexist because, to be honest, I was so young, I didn't... I could not judge with, you know, the, like, I didn't even know. Now, with my mind being able to judge a little better, I, to be honest, I love Twilight. So, um, and for me, it's, it's the story of a girl that falls in love with a boy, okay? And it's the vampire, so he, they just be helping each other out, you know? That's what I see, but, mm. <laughs> you know, we don't just chill. Okay, so I loved it. It was fun. It was just fun. I felt at home, you know, like, oh, Emmett is my favorite Cullen. And to see him, to hear his thoughts was amazing. So I have to tell y'all, like, I liked it. Okay, and I know it was like, it was Twilight. Like, what do you expect? So I had a good time. What I'm... What am I currently reading? I don't even, like, actually, I don't even know how to answer that question. Because, so, there's this book, right? But I, I kind of started it yesterday. And I haven't, like, it's been over 24 hours and I have not read one single page. And it feels weird. Because that book is called Turbulences by a complicated name okay it's david Saleh, s-z-a-l-a-y so and um i don't even know like i'm like 50 pages into the book and it's a really short book like I, is it even like less than 200 i'm not sure but it's like really short so i'm like a third into the book already and I don't get it. Like, I don't even know what it is about yet. So in the back, it says it's about 12 people. I think it's 12 people, as I remember. It's about, like, these people that travel all over the world. Like, Sao Paulo, Toronto, and other places, like London and wherever, all over the world. And they somehow have something to do do like they apparently there's like a storyline that i don't see like for me this is just a short short story collection with just different people traveling the world um but i don't see how these stories align in one plot but i mean maybe it's all gonna come together at the end so i'm gonna keep reading it i'm not loving it because the writing style is 
just very simple. Like, I love a simple writing style, but this one is really simple. But I'm not hating it yet, so I don't care much for it yet. But I'm, I'm, I hope I'll be, you know, be falling in love with it. I hope so, cause I, th- I cause I think like the premise sounds good. Like, you know, people traveling the world and they have like their own stories and somehow they're all intertwined and connected with each other. But I don't see it. Maybe I'm just too dumb. We don't know. It could be so many reasons. But that's what I'm technically currently reading. And then today, like this morning, I started this book called The Last Flight by Julie Clark. It came out in 2020. Um, And I'm really excited for this one because it sounds so good. This is about two women. And each of them are escaping an abusive... uh, I'm not sure if it's a marriage or relationship... But anyway, they are both, um, like, they both planned their escape, and they're all flying, like, across the country, and at the airport, one of them, I think her name is Claire, Claire's plans get, like, mixed up and, you know, like, messed up, so... In this desperate moment, these two women meet and they switch their, um, like purposely they switch their flying, like the, the, their tickets, so their flights. And then they kind of like fly where the other woman wanted to escape to. But then it turns out that this, that Claire lied to, no, Eva lied to Claire about the whole story so in um in the purpose of escaping a horrible life they somehow get in more like get in horrible troubles it sounds so good and i'm and i just started it and to be honest it's good like i'm just like 10 pages in but i'm excited to read that so i'm not even sure which one i'm gonna read first um i love both and so, oh, sorry, I love the, the last flight and I am still interested in turbulences. So, but that's like what I'm currently reading. And when it comes to my haul, I'm really excited about it. Okay, I don't know if I like tell y'all, but I love Muhammad Ali. I don't know if I told, did I tell that? I'm not even sure, but I love Muhammad Ali. I read books by him, about him, whatever. And I even have a sweater with his face on it. <laughs> I love I love him. I have quotes. I have, like, everyone who knows me knows that I love Muhammad Ali. Like, ugh, I've seen plenty of documentaries. And, like, you know, my this one friend, like, saw this one um, card that had a quote by him. And then she bought the card for me because, like, she knows that I love You know, like, everyone knows. And... I saw, and I didn't even know that this book existed, right? And how could I not know? Because that book is, it's beautiful. It's just a collection of photos. So it doesn't really have much text into it. It's just photos of um, Muhammad Ali during his life. And um, I'm not even sure, like, I don't even think that they are in chronological order. But they have, like, each page has a quote of Muhammad Ali on it. 
not each page, but, you know, a lot of them pages. And y'all bet your sweet asses that in some episode, I will use one quote of Muhammad Ali from that book to end a podcast episode. Because those quotes are hitting and... These pictures are beautiful because, you know, as someone who loves Muhammad Ali, I, I know a lot of, you know, pictures. I've seen a lot of pictures by him. But this is called Muhammad Ali Unfiltered, by the way. And these are um, officially authorized photos of him. And some of them, like, even, like, photos that were not... Um, exposed to the public yet you know like some of these photos i hadn't even seen before because they are super rare and now i have it in my hands like it's so exciting and i'm feeling all kinds of emotions reading those quotes and looking at these pictures and you know i when i get invested in something i get invested in it because the thing is I don't know how old I was, but I think I was like 13 when I started to fall in love with Mike Tyson. <laughs> I don't know, but this boxing thing is cute. And no, not cute in that way, but it's like, it's interesting. And um, I, Mike Tyson wrote an autobiography and I read that. And in that autobiography, there are pictures, right? <sighs> For an embarrassingly long time, I used to take that autobiography, treat it like it was an album of my uncle or something, and just watching the photos and like looking at the photos and being like, oh yeah, here in that picture he was nine, and this picture was with this fight, like as if that was my uncle or whatever, and I'm like, I get invested is what I'm trying to say, and I'm telling you, this book, Muhammad Ali Unfiltered, I have not put into my bookshelf yet. Because I keep looking through it, okay? <laughs> I'm exposing myself here. Okay, the next book on my haul. Oh, I'm also really excited for it. Because y'all know I'm the, I love Toni Morrison. Oh, Toni Morrison is smarter than everyone. Like, no one is a smart... Like, she just... Just stop. Like, like Toni Morrison, Malcolm X smartest people i know stephen hawking put him in the bakes and it's the it's the holy trinity right there you know what i'm saying and tony morrison i don't know if you knew but she wrote essays right and i read only this one essay which is called the origin of others which i totally recommend i had to reread it because it was mind-blowing because in that essay she also talks about how racism does not exist and I was like what the hell like in my life every day I'm being faced with racism so how the hell are you saying that it does not exist and then she explains that racism technically does not exist because there are no such thing as pure races anymore like really because everything's kind of mixed up and she like kind of fights the ideology of racism (sighs) i love that woman and i bought myself the essay collection and it's called the source of self-regard and that is the title that can only come from Toni Morrison. And I'm so exa- excited. There is even like an essay dedicated to James Baldwin. 
really excited to read that one. And this is a big chunky book, and I'm so excited. I love Toni Morrison. I want to reread Beloved so badly, and oh, so I I had to have this, and I I have it now. So that's great. And then what else? Well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Someone else that I love is Oscar Wilde. Okay. Mm. The Picture of Dorian Gray. If you hadn't read it before, read it now. It's it's so good. It's about um, Dorian Gray, uh, who is basically this boy who never ages. Because um, a painter painted him because he felt so inspired. And I forgot his name, cause, and that's bad, because he was my favorite character of the whole book. But okay, that's another story. <laughs> um, I'm back with names. Anyway, so, and instead of Dorian Gray, his pictures ages for him. And it's, like, extremely um, critical towards society. And it's just amazing. Like, read that book and... Tell me when you read it. I also want to reread that this year. I want to reread a lot of books this year. Okay, so mm, that's my little haul. Oh, yeah, wait. <laughs> so, anyway, I love Oscar Wilde and I bought myself the Oscar Wilde album that the only grandchild that Oscar Wilde ever had, whose name I forgot. Shit, I have to do better. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that book here somewhere? I think it's... Oh, damn. Okay, so anyway, his grandchild wrote that. And it's a little... I wouldn't call it a biography, but I guess it's a biography about his life. With a lot of, like, pictures um, that also are really rare. And um, I definitely, like... If you like Oscar Wilde, I would definitely recommend that um, biography or, you know, whatever. So that's my little haul. And now we're going to play the game that I'm so excited for. Okay, so I'm going to match a song that I love with a book that I love. And also, um, the thing is, I chose two books <laughs> for two songs. Because this was so much fun. And I, I can definitely see myself doing this a lot more in the future. Because this is so much fun. Okay, so... The first book is called The Last Paper Crane by Carrie Drury. And this song, uh, the song, no, this book is an amazing book. I just read it in August. By the way, I know I, I know I said that I wanted to make like a monthly wrap up in my podcast episodes. But the thing is, I read like 17 books last a month, which is not even, like, the peak of this year, like, I've read a lot of books this year, and I think it's just boring to talk about 17 books at, like, one chunk, so I'm not gonna do that, I'm just gonna talk about, like, my favorites, whatever, so, one of my favorites of the last month of July was The Last Paper Crane, and this book is about, um, it's a story of, or it's a story from, or of, however you want to say it, from Hiroshima, and the nuclear bomb that was um, sent there. And it's a story. Ugh, it's so good. So, it's 
about Misuki, who has a grandfather. And her grandfather is called, and I hope I'm not butchering these names, Ishiro. It's probably pronounced very wrong, I'm so sorry. And um, she, like, kind of notices that that her grandfather in the past months has really, like, lost happiness and has become like really silent and is just not feeling great at all and she wants to know why so she finally after like multiple tries gets him to talk and then he tells her the story of how when he was a young boy and he was like i don't know like around 1920 um and the nuclear bomb was um being set in um Hiroshima and he and his his best friend of his whole life had a um little sister called Kaiko and because of the bomb his friend died but he wanted his he wanted Ishiro to um take care of Kaiko because she was four or five at the time I think she was five and for him Kaiko was like his own little sister his own little sister like he loved her and so this book is about him trying to find Kaiko and trying to take care of her and it's a heartbreaking story it's heartbreaking and it has two storylines one that is set in the past in the um world war 2 and the other one is set in um in, like during now with uh, misuki taking like wanting her grandfather to be happy again and this book i read it through like one sitting cuz it was so good it's like the present tense story is written in verse and the other is written in normal like prose and it has even like some like um illustrations but not a lot but like every now and then and it's it's such a good book it's so 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 heartbreaking and it's also so quotable like there are so many amazing quotes in here and this book just blew my mind and it's but it's really painful it's a painful story and this book I matched with something that I'm not sure if I could call it a song necessarily. It's a piece of work, a piece of art. And that is called Hope by John Ottman. So let me tell you something. I really love um, film music. I don't know why, but I just, I find it super interesting, like, when I watch a movie, and then, like, I, I, I find it really interesting to see what music choice the music producers uh, took and, you know and made and what they matched with what and this one is by John Ottman who if you know anything about film music then you most definitely have heard the name John Ottman legendary and the thing is like I love the X-Men like I I love the X-Men movies you know like I'm like obsessed with them (laughs) I love them. And my favorite X-Men movie of all, of all, of all, is the movie Days of Future Past. Mm, that's my favorite X-Men movie. 
I love all of them, but this one, I've seen it so many times. And it has, like, all of my favorite characters. I mean, my favorite mutant is Quicksilver, but that's a whole other story. I don't want to talk about too much that's not about books. But anyway, I love that. And there's this piece called Hope, and it's Xavier's theme song, kind of. Like, the title is Hope. And then in brackets, it even says Xavier's theme. And there's, like, a, you know, really touching scene with... Xavier that I'm not gonna say because it's a huge spoiler but whatever and in that scene with Xavier there's they are playing the song hope (sighs) and this piece gives me chills it gives me goosebumps and I'm emotional and I'm like it's amazing like listen to the whole thing put it like put the volume on loud turn out the volume Maybe even, like, get some earphones or something. Because you need to hear it. And, wow. It's amazing. It's amazing. John Upman is legendary. So I definitely recommend y'all listening to that song. Or even, more importantly, reading to that, uh, reading that um, book. Because it's amazing. The Last Paper Crane, in my opinion, matches with Hope by John Upman. Oh. oh, by the way, the last paper crane is a really important element into the story because apparently there's like this Japanese um, legend that says that um, you have to make 1,000 paper cranes if you're looking for someone. And when you make 1,000 paper cranes, then you will find the one you're, you're looking for. And our main character is making paper cranes. And on each paper crane, he's writing his, like, where he's staying right now, the telephone number, and how to find him. And he leaves these paper cranes all around the city uh, in the hopes that Kaiko or someone who knows Kaiko finds these paper cranes and, and, tell, and gives that her so they can reunite. And... um at the end of the book, they even have, like, a little um, step-by-step with, like, illustrations how to make a paper crane. And I want to do that. I'm now in love with paper cranes somehow because of this book. This book is amazing. Okay, so the next one. So many things I love. This episode is about the things I love. Okay, here we go. The next one is... A great book by my favorite author of all time. And you guessed it, Jason Reynolds. I love Jason Reynolds. I'm not going to talk too much about that. Because I get carried away. But Jason Reynolds is amazing. He's one of my favorite authors of all time. And he wrote the book that you probably already know. So there's actually no point talking about this book. But it's like, I'm still going to talk about it. It's The Boy in the Black Suit. Okay, so if you didn't know the boy in the black suit, this is about a boy called Matt. And Matt's mother dies two weeks ago. And now, two weeks later, he has to go to school. And his father is really struggling with all the funeral bills for the mother. So Matt is trying to find job to you know help his father out with the bills and ironically he um finds a job and now 
I forgot the word. Like, you know, the funeral institute is where he finds a job in. And he has to wear black suits to the funerals. Because he, like, basically um, prepares the funerals. Like, he sets the chairs and flowers and all that. And then he, you know, cleans up after. And then he also has to carry sometimes the coffin. And for that, he has to wear a black suit. And he is the boy in the black suit because he also wears a black suit to school. And Matthew finds it ironically because he's really, he's still mourning for his mother. But ironically, it's calming him down. It's kind of soothing for him to sit in the back of each funeral in his black suit and to watch the other people going on with the funeral and and processing this death of a loved one and in one of these funerals he meets this girl called lovey or is it only love i think her name is love i'm not good with names but this book is amazing and there's like maybe some love going on in between them but this book is not just a love story. It's about life. It's about so much more. It's about the life of Matt, but also everything around him. And it's it's set in a huge, important context. And I matched. And it's an amazing book. Like, this is also a book that I almost read through one sitting because it was so good. I totally recommend it to everyone. And this one I matched with the with the song Big Love by Black Eyed Peas. So the last album of them, um, The Masters of Sun. Um, I mean, the thing is, I love Black Eyed Peas, okay? I, I love Black Eyed Peas. My favorite album is Il Funk, but mm, I love this one too. And um, this is like the single of the album like what is it called like the leading single i don't i don't know words i don't know how language works but um this song is so great and what i love about the black eyed piece is that their um lyrics is extremely meaningful and amazing and smart and i normally would not do this but in this case i have to because this lyrics is just too great and i'm gonna read out the whole lyrics i i initially just wanted to read out like favorite quotes of the lyrics to get y'all some feeling of you know the song but I'm sorry, but this lyrics is too good. Like, every line is just, is too good to not read it out loud. And I'm not a good out loud reader, so I hope, like, I probably will, because this, you know, this is like, it rhymes and all, and I'm probably going to pronounce everything wrong, but just listen to what they're saying, and then listen to the song, and also the video, but I'm not going to talk about the video in a bit. But the video is one of the best uh, music videos ever. Watch the video. But now I'm going to read out the whole song. And I hope y'all like it. Okay. I mean, the lyrics is amazing. Okay, so. Mm. 
the first verse is by Will I Am. So imagine him maybe rapping that and not me. I'm not gonna rap it though. Okay, here we go. Whew. Breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Okay. Mm. It goes like this. A day in a life of a kid in America. Everyone's a critic. Watch them criticize your character. Everybody watching you. People love to stare at you. Everybody's greedy. Ain't nobody trying to share with you. Our leaders are embarrassing. I think they need some parenting. Tell me why they playing with the fire and the kerosene. Kids on the persecute, tripping on the medicine. Call it like I see you with some drugged up Americans. Everybody's following. Ain't nobody leading. People loving guns more than kids is the season. And they say the reason is to protect their freedom. But we don't believe them. And then there's a chorus. And then we go on with taboo. Mm, who I love. And he's saying, when I was a young boy, used to hear the people say power to the people. But we the people nowadays, we ain't never given up. Now we got our hands up. We can't breathe because their hearts ain't big enough. All we need is just us. Hate got you guessing. War is the answer. But really, what's the question? Money got them stressing. Fear got them flexing. Phones got to zone out. Now we lose connection. Please stand by. It takes you and I to keep the hope alive. Because we're living in a time where you're fighting to survive. And all we need is love. And the next verse is by Apple Yap. And it goes like this. Life is a blessing. Knowledge is a weapon. You should choose love instead of being reckless. Candle in the darkness. Hope change the heartless. Here's love to guide you. All but that regardless. Situation global, we're like in a rowboat, swimming up the river, so I can deliver messages to masses, no matter your status, nothing's ever over, we believe in second chances. Many people dying, governments are lying, saying for our rights and please no more violence. Talk with the kindness, together we're united, when we are one, nothing can divide us. And then in the chorus, it's like about all that we have and all that we are is big love. And just one of my favorite quotes of this whole thing is, for example, wait, I have to scroll down to find it. Um, but it's like, we can't breathe because their hearts ain't big enough. All we need is just us. Hate got you guessing. War is the answer, but really what's the question? I find that really powerful. And then also, life is a blessing. Knowledge is a weapon. <sighs> this is so great. So, this lyrics is amazing. And please watch the video because the video is so powerful. The music video of this song. And I've seen it so many times and I've shown it to my friends because I, I love this music video. I mean, I love the Black Eyed Peas regardless, but this music video just is amazing. It's it's really, it's extremely powerful and it represents so many people and so many important issues. And so please watch that. And yeah, that was my last match. The Boy in the Black Suit by Jason Reynolds. I matched with Big Love by the Black Eyed Peas. Okay, I hope you'll really get into some of these. Okay, now, that's it. That's it for this for today's episode. And I'm going to end it with a quote 
And this quote comes from Challenger Deep by Neil Schusterman. And I want to tell you a little bit about this book. And I want to tell you about the importance about this book and a little more. So this book is about Caden, who is um who has schizophrenia and he's bipolar and it's about him and just his story and i love this book i read this book and i found it so powerful that i had to reread the book and what i love is that neil schusterman says that he he wrote this book because his son is schizophrenic and has bipolar is bipolar and this like Caden is loosely based on his son and he says that this is a real story and what he says is that he wrote this story for other people of mental illnesses to see that we're here for you and we are here and you're not alone and I I absolutely love that so I feel like this book is so important and I've seen like for I mean I'm gonna be honest the first time reading that book the first half of the book I found very irritating like I didn't really know what certain things meant and I didn't really know where the story was going like the story doesn't start with the diagnosis like he's being diagnosed like this is the story of how his family does like notice it and how it how it is being diagnosed like further into the book and him trying to deal with all of that and I didn't know that like I thought in the beginning even like that we all were in the same page and we all know that you know what's going on but that's not what it is his family has no idea he has no idea and he's feeling so lost and you kind of as a reader feel so lost and I was like "Mm." and a a lot of and a lot of like reviews that I read that was like a point of critique like that was like criticism because people were like oh the first half was kind of like off I didn't really know what was going on but I'm gonna tell y'all something my co-worker you know I work in a bookshop if you didn't know my co-worker um was on this event and I almost was there too but I had to study oh shit okay anyway my co-worker was at this event that was hosted and at that event, it was a breakfast with Neil Schusterman. And I wish I was there. Oh, shit. Oh, I had to study. Oh, <laughs> I'm so mad that I couldn't go. But it was a breakfast with Neil Schusterman. Mm. And my coworker loves this book, right? And she talked to Neil Schusterman about this book. And she was like, um, and she said that about, like, the first half that was kind of off, and that she felt, like, lost, and she didn't really know what was going on, and it was kind of weird, and then Neil Schusterman said that that was all on purpose, that was how he felt, that was how his son felt, and how his family felt, you do not know what's going on, you do not know where the story is going to lead you, and that's what he wanted the reader to feel. He wanted this book to be as authentic as possible. And that's why he wrote the first half the way he wrote it. After she told me that. Because then when I read the book, I told her, like, girl, at the first half was kind of off, right? And then she told me and I was like, 
I need to reread this book. And I did. And I, I fell in love with it even more. Like, I feel like sometimes you don't even see the authenticity in books. And to see that all that was on purpose. And he just wanted the reader to feel the way he felt. And to see that I felt that way without even knowing the whole background of it was amazing. And this book is really great. It has so many good quotes. And this really is a book that makes you feel not alone. And... Now I'm going to read the quote. It's on page 167. So this is a quote from Challenger Deep by Neil Schusterman. And I'm, by the way, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. Um, I hope you'll tune in in other episodes as well. And if you want to tell me something, <laughs> anything, or just see what I post on Instagram, um, it's Bookish X Podcast. I also have like an email address. It's uh, bookshadpodcast at gmail.com. And if you have something to say, let me know. I I feel like I want to post a picture of the Muhammad Ali book. So if you want to, you know, see some of that. Or or maybe I could do one with like Oscar Wilde as well. So mm, bookshadpodcast on Instagram. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you so much for listening. And this is Challenge Deep by Neil Schusterman. I used to be afraid of dying. Now, I'm afraid of not living. There is a difference. Thank you so much for listening.